Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. I am your host, Mullet, and we are here... For a very different special episode, Swoggle Mania 3 is on the horizon this Saturday live on Twitch, and we want to share our picks for that show. Only have two members of the Swoggle Squad here with me today. First, in Chicago, Illinois, Rich is here. I'm here. Let's, uh, is this, is this all going to be Swoggle Mania, or what are we, uh, <laughs> what else are we doing here? Well, Sorry, I should have asked this before the show. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll talk some Swoggle Mania. We'll talk, we're going to do a news podcast uh, in, a, in a couple weeks, so we'll, we'll catch up on everything. Whatever news we can sprinkle sure. in. Because we'll there's nothing to talk about right now, right? There's absolutely... It's 2016, the most boring year in wrestling ever. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing else to discuss. Um, no, I, I was going to kind of go over like the schedule of like how the rest of the year is looking uh, later on. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll squeeze some stuff in there. Uh, also here with us in Miami, it's Augie. Hey, I'm the Dr. Thunder of people. <laughs> the doctor. So you're the Walmart Dr. Pepper of people. Yep, nailed it. Yeah, no, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> now, for Augie, he's got a little bit more like energy, so maybe he's like, like the mountain burst or whatever like the mountain dew is. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say the- Surge, but Surge isn't that funny. No, but like no, but if you specifically like whatever Walmart calls their Mountain Dew, I know it's something ridiculous. Diet Mountain Mist or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, uh, Doctor. Also, he's probably also definitely called either his entire being or his penis, Doctor Thunder, to have sex with somebody. <laughs> uh, Spencer is here uh, filling in for Augie and everybody else for that matter. What's going on, Spencer? Oh man, I'm just living, loving, learning. <laughs> And that was just one night during Pod Slam weekend, am I right? Um, <laughs> so uh, what we're doing here on today's episode, uh, among other things, we have a lot to discuss. Uh, if you've been following the podcast for the past year, you know that uh, we started back in November for WWE 2K16, the Pod Swaggle title live on Twitch, which has been a rousing success. We've had so much fun over the past year, having you guys jump on Twitch with us, hang out, laugh, and love the, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of video game wrestling. A um, couple years ago, when Rich and I were still in Gainesville, every year for WrestleMania, we would get together, do commentary over classic WrestleMania matches, and air it before WrestleMania uh, and call it Swagglemania. It was a lot of fun. I know we love doing it, but the logistics of doing it now in two different cities is difficult, so Swagglemania sadly kind of went away until we brought it back in a totally new concept, which is capping off our Podswoggle title tournament year every year and saying goodbye to the previous year's game, like we did in previous non-March of Madness tournaments, with uh, a big fucking clusterfuck of amazing random wrestling matches to uh, end the year in a super show called Swoggle Mania. So this is the third Swoggle Mania, but the first of its iteration. Uh... Every year when we did that massive tournament, the brackets would determine what our bonus point for pick'ems would be. 
Uh, also, this makes up for not doing Bound for Glory pickums, I guess, because the card's kind of similar. And uh, it's still made evented by EC3, so we're good. And, uh, yeah, I thought it'd be fun to take this bullshit asinine concept and have to do pickums for it. So we're going to do that. We'll throw in a little bit of news. Um, and also, I am finally your Swaggle Squad champion. And, of course, Rich is the only one that was not fucking a scared little pussy to, to not show up. So thank you, Rich, for being a man. I ain't afraid. Being, I know you're not afraid. I ain't scared. Uh, you're, you're getting off scared, light. You'll be getting off light. <laughs> you'll be getting off. You'll be getting off light. Uh, I don't know when it's gonna. Tope is gonna try to jump on. He's got a very busy uh, day of work or a whole week of work. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he's the one that most of my vengeance is directed towards. <laughs> and one way or another, in this podcast, whether it be pre-recorded or he will actually be able to jump on, you will hear what I did to Tope. Uh, so get ready for that. Widden, I'm hopefully going to be coming for you again very, very soon. I have other things cooked up and planned. Uh, the winner of Pick'ems not only will get the bonus point, but they will be Swoggle Squad champion until the possible title restarts on 2K17. So that is also up for grabs. Um, and of course, Augie being here, uh, I have Augie's picks, I have Tope's picks, I have Wynn's picks, I'm going to share them. But we do have Augie here, so Augie's going to give a little bit of insight into every pick that he has uh, done, uh, and I look forward to that. And Spencer can just kind of be uh, be uh, nodding his head in shame over all this. Are you guys ready to go? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, so from bottom to top, uh, this is this is... I'm trying to I'm trying to make a point here. I'm hopeful that this show is shorter than WrestleMania this year. <laughs> I have sixteen <laughs> matches. I have sixteen matches booked, and I'm pretty sure we're still going to be shorter than Mania because I don't have the Rock book to come out and light shit on fire for twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, the first match I have on the list uh, it's actually the debut of these four guys on a, on a Potswoggle Twitch stream. Four guys who we didn't have a chance to see uh, when uh, they were nominated, but now they are available. It's a tag team match. Uh, it's basically Team Rich versus Team Augie. Rich's two selections of Cartman and Snoopy versus Wreck-It Ralph and just a nondescript hockey player, which was nominated by Augie. Uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Wreck-It Ralph in a wrestling ring kind of terrifies me and gets me excited all at once. So I went with Wreck-It Ralph and the hockey player. Went a little big here. Went with 12 points. Rich. Wow. <clears throat> I, I, too, went against my own damn picks. I went with a hockey a hockey player. And uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I uh, went for, for eight points. A tag match for us is is very rare. I actually don't think I've simulated it. This could take 45 minutes for all I know. <laughs> I don't know how the, the game is going to wrestle itself as a tag team match. But could be fun. Uh, Augie, what do you got, man? Yeah, I, I went with uh, Wreck-It Ralph and the nondescript hockey player for 10. I would have gone higher, but I... Um, it wasn't someone I knew. If it was uh, uh, your brother Mar- AJ, yeah. <laughs> if it was, yeah. If it was like Mario Lemieux, yeah, I'd bump it up. <laughs> I might actually rename this hockey player AJ Artillas now. <laughs> Look nothing like him, uh, but it could be fun. Uh, well, unfortunately, I know you wanted a hockey player, but I, I couldn't find a specific one. I think there's just a crude Mighty Ducks logo drawn on his sweatshirt. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But I'm glad you went with your pick as opposed to Rich. Uh, Tope also went with the uh, record Ralph and a hockey player, just as confident as I am, 12 points. Witten, uh, making it unanimous. I can't believe we have a unanimous match already. 
uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Hockey Player, but only for one point, being cautious. Uh, keeping the Augie, the Augie train rolling, uh, Augie, you're a professional booker now. You booked this match weeks ago when I asked you to name three random wrestlers. These are the three you named, so we made it a match on Swoggle Mania. It's uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, Fire Ant, and Tatanka. Uh, Augie, you're the one that put this together. Who you got? Yeah, I went with um, Fire Ant for three, but I wasn't too confident about it because I'm not 100% sure how big a Fire Ant really is. <laughs> well, he's a human being with arms and legs. He's not oh, an shit. actual Fire Ant. I should have my guts. <laughs> I figured Chikara didn't uh, hire an insect, but you know what? You never know. Very true. It's all right, man. You'll get him next time. Uh, Tope went with the fucking person that matters in the wrestling business. And with Bubba Ray Dudley for five. Uh, Widden has Bubba Ray Dudley for nine. Uh, triple threats. Anything can happen. So I went Bubba Ray for two. Rich? Yeah, yeah, I went with the the fun answer, Fire Ant for two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, yeah, poor Tatanka. Tatanka is going to cost us all these fucking points. He's going to cost Widden more. Yeah, that's fine with me. Uh, game, next. Uh, the thing where Tatanka like, goes into overdrive mode and just wins for no reason? Or is that not in the game? Uh, well, he's a, he's going to be a downloaded character, so... Uh, I'm sure they probably have a really uh, a really good comeback moment for him. I don't know if it's going to be as racist as him, like he and and Han around the ring. Yeah, like, like he does. Dance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did it feel? So I think it's a little perspective. So of course Spencer has been doing an awesome job with the Monday Night War blog on uh, ArcadeAudio.net, uh, but there was that period where I didn't get to hear your thoughts about heel Tatanka. Man, it was really, it was actually, I think when it happened, I was watching with Rich for that episode or for the, uh, whatever the pay-per-view was. Uh, SummerSlam, yeah. Yeah, because they were like, like really, really making you think it was going to be Luger. And then out of nowhere, Tatanga turned. It was really cool. And then they didn't really do anything else after the yeah. turn. And then he was just with DiBiase. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, who cares? And then he became, in the summer of 95, the fall guy when, for some reason, him and Sid and Bam and Bigelow remain evading fucking pay-per-views. Yeah, I was just thinking about Tatanka today. I was like, I haven't seen him in so long. Like, the Million Dollar Corporation just sort of, like, fizzled away. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, he'll... Will he be back? Yeah, he'll stupidly be back. Um, <laughs> uh, next, two crowd there's, there's still a possibility of Tatanka coming back today. <laughs> he was at WrestleMania this year! Yeah. <laughs> Is Tatanka the only person on this card? And I mean, Swagglemania. That actually wrestled at WrestleMania this year. Oh wow! Uh, well, <laughs> holy shit! Technically, Stone Cold did, but I wouldn't really count that. Summer yeah, Ray? He, he made he made an appearance. Yeah. Summer Ray was on the pre-show. So yes. if you want to get fucking super technical, Maybe same thing right. with Bubba Ray. Tatanka was the only person <laughs> on WrestleMania <laughs> that had a match at WrestleMania 32. <laughs> I told I don't you think he was even booked was, because like even the announcers were like, "What the fuck? That's Tatanka in there!" Yeah. Like, Tatanka, get him out of there. Tatanka just knew. I'm gonna put my gear on. I'm gonna fucking do it. <laughs> uh, fucking, as I said earlier, 2016 has been a very boring year. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing of note has happened whatsoever. Uh, two cult crowd favorites uh, on the Twitch stream that uh, both didn't have their uh, didn't get a chance to become Podswoggle champion. But were 
fucking awesome competitors. Uh, booked them to go one-on-one against one another for one final shot of glory. The Cookie Monster, who had maybe the match of the Potswoggle title tournament uh, against Finn Balor. And Ron Swanson, who made it to the championship before finally ultimately losing to Jason Voorhees. Uh, Tope uh, is feeling... We got already this one split. Tope's feeling the Cookie Monster for a full 10. Widden's feeling Ron Swanson for 12. So that's going to be a huge swing. Um, myself, I'm a little bit hesitant on both because I've seen both of them win and I've seen both of them lose and how they've lost. Not sure how it's going to translate. I'll go for the actual human being and go Ron Swanson, but only for five points. Rich? Yeah, I went with Ron Swanson for only three points because, after all, Cookie Monster is still a monster. It's true. Uh <laughs> Well, month well, we already have. Oh, I should have booked him in Matanza. Fucking throw this whole thing year. out next year. Hey, I'm already booking Swaggle Mania four. There's really a lot of good long term, long term booking in this if you look at it. The uh, whack is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, uh, don't worry. The Johnsons and the creatures will happen. Uh, Augie, Cookie Monster, and Ron Swanson. Oh, it's between Cookie Monster and Ron Swanson. I thought it was Cookie Monster and Finn Balor. No, that was the match that happened to get uh, Cookie. Okay. Mon- okay. Got they had that. a classic back uh, back earlier on in the year. <laughs> yeah, pretty great. Okay, yeah, naturally. Uh, yeah, I, I went with Cookie Monster for eight um, uh, because because uh, I'm fucking Augie. That's why. <laughs> we can't use that one again. Yeah, I know, I know. I had a joke all set up for him and Balor, but it wasn't him, so I panicked. <laughs> no shit. Uh, I've only seen one person in Finn Balor's existence kick out of the coup de gras, and it's the Cookie Monster. <laughs> It's a well-protected move, except when he's wrestling the cookie monster. The cookie de gras. Yeah, that's because, yeah, see, it's the cookie, not coup de gras. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, eventually he lost to it. It just, you know, not right away. Yeah. Uh, This one, uh, so Swaggle Mania has a tradition. Uh, Swaggle Mania 1, he defeated Crush. Swaggle Mania 2, him and Dink lost to Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vachon. Swaggle Mania 3... He must still be booked at every Swaggle Mania. Doink the Clown, one of Rich's favorites, takes on Rich's least favorite wrestler of all time, Jeff Jarrett. I will start this one out. I hate to say it, but one's the king of the mountain. And I wish there was a twist here, but the other is Doink the Clown. (laughs) I have Jeff Jarrett for 11 points. Rich? Well, I mean, it's an interesting matchup. One of these guys is an actual wrestler. Um, <laughs> so I took the actual wrestler doink for 10 points. Oh, good for you. <laughs> There's no way that you weren't going to do that. He scored uh, 10,000 flowers, never drew a dime. <laughs> All right. After after we get Augie's and the rest of everyone's, let's break down who literally has drawn more dimes in the wrestling business, Jeff Jarrett or Doink the Clown. Uh, it's, it's technically, it's Jeff Jarrett only by longevity. I don't know about that if one. Was, if, was, <laughs> if we're doing like, uh, like, uh, I don't know what the right word was, like rate, dime rate, I would but say think, doink. But think about how many fucking bullshit indie promoters have gotten their hands on a doink the clown costume and have advertised doink is going to be at the fucking Williamsburg Armory this Saturday. Okay, I and didn't like, realize you were you were uh, operating under the under the rules of the idea of doink. The idea of doink versus Jeff Jarrett entirely. Doink, <laughs> doink, doink. Good. Yeah. Exactly. What is he going to appear like Beetlejuice? 
<laughs> doink, doink, doink. I fucking hope not. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Be- Beetlejuice is a strictly married with movies concept. Uh, so sorry in advance for letting everyone know that you're going to hear a lot of Beetlejuice and married with movies coming up. And Matt Horn uh, was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> By Kevin Nash. Let's start that rumor. Uh, 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 for seven points, I went with uh, D double O I double N double K. Doink the clown. <laughs> Uh, that's probably how he'd spell it. Yeah. Um, Tope has Jeff Jarrett for nine because he's unfun like I am. Widden's a goddamn animal. <laughs> Widden has Jeff Jarrett for all six Wow. That's crazy. I feel like Doink has actually beaten Jeff Jarrett. Like in real life. I think I've seen that match. <laughs> he probably has. Uh, there are I literally six wise, more matches I would put more points on. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a recollection that Jared I think is rated like an eighty-seven or eighty-eight, and Doink's like an eighty-four or an eighty-five. Like this isn't like Doink sucks. Doink was great. <laughs> <laughs> this is strictly Matt Bore Doink. So sorry, Widden, you're probably gonna lose sixteen points. Uh, but I'm fine losing the eleven for Widden to lose the sixteen. Next, it's CrossFit Jesus against like the actual Jesus. <laughs> Seth Rollins against Jesus Christ himself. This one starts with Rich. Well, it's an interesting matchup between uh, Jesus tap dancing Christ and Seth frickin' Rollins. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I want Rollins for five. I saw that shirt last night. I was like, fuck, that shirt's awesome. And Sam's like, you want it? I'm like, I would never wear that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It's a pretty cool shirt. It's the Hulk still rules shirt. <laughs> yeah. Guy, you know, uh, how many times has Seth Rollins gotten a girl after the show and is and is like referred to himself under his fucking kayfabe name? <laughs> that exact phrase. That's why that shirt exists, to be perfectly honest. Because it's a backstage rib and joke about that's just what he does to girls in bed is talks about himself and freaking Rollins. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, Augie. Uh, for five points, I went with Rollins um, because that's who I pray to every night. So decided. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to be Augie long term more than you thought, isn't well, it? Yeah, it is. It is. But also, I don't. I don't know that he has like a necessary rhyme or reason for for some for all of these. You like, mean life? Jesus yeah, you're win, right. right. Jesus should be like. <laughs> Jesus should win. He's fucking Jesus, goddammit. Well, he's currently down two to nothing. Uh, Wow. Uh, Tope's going to rectify that. Tope has Jesus for six. Uh, Widden has Jesus for ten. (laughs) And and at the end of the day, Jesus saves all. I have Jesus for seven. So it's still, it's three to two. Um, But yeah, I think Jesus, uh, I don't have him rated a hundred because that would just be silly. Uh, but everyone's got flaws. Oh no! Um, but he has seen his numbers, right? Wait a minute. He has seen his. He has seen his one moves. flaw Jesus has. Uh, uh, come on, you're Jesus. You, know you wear better shoes. Mullet you couldn't. wear better shoes than that. <laughs> Mullet couldn't, but Jesus could. Whoa, dude! Is it sad that I almost used one of my powers? Is it sad I almost used one of my powers to not have to answer that question? <laughs> Like, no, just go ahead, real quick. Just, just one blasphemy for me. 
Art Father every single Monday on <laughs> ArcadeAudio.net. Every other Monday. Uh, next. Ronda Rousey making her wrestling debut against Summer Rae uh, just for rich, just for the Rich's own personal enjoyment. <laughs> uh, Augie, who you got? Uh, I, I went with Ronda Rousey for nine because I feel like she's just been on hard times recently, so she needs to win. Some, you know, she just needs to win. <laughs> this would be the match he would analyze. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she just needs to get. You should just kickstart it, you know, and just, just start that streak off. Uh, Tope is right there with you, and Tope's going big. Tope's got Ronda Rousey for all 16 points. Wow. Widden, uh, this is around the time when I shouldn't mention that Widden flipped a coin for everyone, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which has bred him a lot of success in the past. Uh, so that means he took Summer Ray, but for three points. I think he got the results and then put his points on there is what I would guess. Yeah. Uh, Fucking I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you want to put three um, points on that match? Oh, wait, he put for Summer Rae? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. He took some, yeah. yeah, whereas <laughs> I have Ronda Rousey for 15 yeah. because women in the game uh, last year were rated very, 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 very low. And that's for, like, I think the highest rated woman in the game is Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> uh, which, you know, if you watch television, that makes sense. Uh, now they're actually rated. Now they're actually rated like fucking human beings, <laughs> but Summer Rae is still really, really low. And Ronda Rousey's going to be in the nineties. Uh, Rich, yeah, I went with uh, Rousey for fifteen. Perfect. Uh, now, if you've been following us on uh, social media, you know that sadly we uh, we have let Summer Rae fly the coop. Uh, she is now housed at the Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago, Illinois, permanently. We said goodbye to her, Slam weekend. Uh, but I believe uh, some drums could play, and a championship theme would be uh, would be belted out right now. For those of you that don't follow us on social media, which I don't know why you wouldn't, I, I think I think it's only fair that you get to hear this unreleased clip that I I broke back into the Lincoln Park Zoo that weekend <laughs> and made sure to get Summer Rae's thoughts on her upcoming match against Ronda Rousey. So uh, for all of you at home, uh, my power is to bestow upon you this Ronda Rousey promo that Summer Rae cut Pot Slam weekend. Hi, boys! And the rest of the world! Swagglemania 3, I'm coming for you! Ronda Rousey! That's right! Summer Rae! <coughs> Summer Rae! <laughs> is doing one more match to take down you! I'm leaving my cage, and you're leaving your cage! And we're gonna meet in the squared circle! And we're gonna tussle it up! And, and... Here's Summer Rae with three historical facts. And I'll give you three historical facts <laughs> about what people will be saying about you when I'm done. Go! 
to have the best right hand in the business. Ooh. Ronda Rousey used to be part of the Four Horse Women. Ronda Rousey used to breathe. Oh I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, Ronda. No one will be able to help you, Ronda. Fly with me. <laughs> what a catchphrase. Fly with me. Fly with me. What a catchphrase. The gobbledygooker didn't even have it. <laughs> I hear uh, Michael Bublé is going to be uh, playing her entrance music. Oh, uh, at I'll try to... I'll try to cue that up. Oh, she will be missed. I miss her already. Uh, we can, we can, we can visit her. You can visit her anytime you want, Rich. Just so yeah, you know. I'm sure I will. <laughs> how does how does how does it feel to be able to keep your windows closed? <laughs> to not have her just swoop on in every now and then. Well, it's nice now that the weather's kind of getting a lot nicer. I can keep the windows open and it's fine. Oh, okay, good. Uh, she will be missed, Summer. Godspeed, but I'm sure I'm sure somebody will be able to take your place one day. Uh, she's gonna get fucking wrecked. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, or Widen's a fucking evil genius. Uh, next, this is the Tope match on the show. His favorite of all time, Edge, against former Podswoggle champion from some bullshit circumstances, Garrett Bischoff, who he normally has many facts about. Uh, but, of course, he's not here to do so. But don't worry. He's going to get his later on. Uh, this one starts with Tope. Uh, Tope is going all, not almost all in on his on his boy Edge. He has Edge for 15. Witten has Edge for 14. I have Edge for 14. We are setting ourselves up for disaster, Rich. Uh, I have Edge for 16. Oh, and Augie. Yeah, I, I have Edge for 15. The only reason he's not 16 is because it's not Bono. <laughs> So I had to knock him down a peg, but still have him coming down top. It's okay. Uh, we're sick. We've been doing pick'em so fucking long that even in a video game, we can come together and <laughs> be so close to unanimous in something that could definitely be the exact opposite of happening. Like, what is Garrett Bischoff doing right now as I finish this sentence? Garrett Bischoff is finishing a tasty cake. I was thinking baked potato, so yeah. <laughs> He's definitely eating. <laughs> he got curious and like put one on top of the other. Let's see what this is. Oh, nope, bad, bad. <laughs> Dad, don't try this. <laughs> what are you still doing here? <laughs> Move out. I don't know why, why Garrett, uh, Eric Bischoff sounds so hoarse, but he does. Uh, triple threat match. Originally, I thought it was going to be a six-pack challenge, but there was only five Steve Austins in the game. There was not a five-person match I could make. And I didn't feel like leaving one out, so I just went with a triple threat. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stunning Steve Austin, Superstar Steve Austin. Uh, which Austin is the best? Sure, we know the answer, but what does the video game think? Uh, I think it's fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> uh, but triple threat, being hesitant, I only went with four points. Rich. What were the other two? Superstar Steve Austin, so ECW what? Steve and stunning Steve Austin. What? WCW Steve Austin. No, I'm sorry. I meant the other two you left out. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, like two other year versions of Stone Cold. <laughs> There's three. 
uh, I think it's 97 Stone Cold. What? In 2003. <laughs> what? I'm a gullible twit. <laughs> so I went with just regular Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? It's your fucking pick. <laughs> Stone Cold for seven. Augie. You got to protect the business. So I went. I lay my shit in at 12 points. 12 points. He went with 12 points. I would have gone with fucking 16. For Stone Cold? For Stone Cold. It's a triple threat, though. Against, yeah, against two of themselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess Stunning Steve is pretty good, I guess. Yeah. He's, he'll give him run for his money. Yeah, Stunning is stunning and Superstar are both mid-80s, and Stone Cold is like the highest guy in the game at like 95. Damn. But triple threat, anything can fucking happen. Uh, Tofe went Stone Cold for four. Widden flipped a coin. He has stunning Steve Austin. I don't know what he's doing points. He's got stunning Steve for 11. Wait, how do you flip a coin for this one? Oh. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a fucked up coin. <laughs> Sounds like Canadian coin or something. Did it, yeah, did it land on like the fucking rim? And he's like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> did he, did he like, pick which one it was going to be? God. Widden, you confusing bastard. Why are you not here to answer for this? <laughs> Damn it. All right, next. This one I didn't even announce on uh, a Twitch stream or on the podcast. This is a, a last-minute edition because uh, these are uh, – the. I had to get the inaugural Podswoggle champion on the show against uh, the closest thing to him that was also a Podswoggle champion. But we're up to the ante on this one. We got an extreme rules match between the inaugural Podswoggle champion Scorpion from Mortal Kombat – and your current Lucha Underground champion, the Monster Matanza Cueto. I almost want to just simulate this in Mortal Kombat as opposed to fucking uh, the, the video game. But um, Tope going big with Matanza for 14 points. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, he's been impressive. The only person he's ever been defeated by is Jason Voorhees, which seems to be a recurring theme here. Uh, Widden's got Scorpion for six. Of course, Widden was the first Swoggle Squad champion because of Scorpion. Uh, I also am going Scorpion for six, uh, just because uh, he has a fucking thing he can shoot out of his hand normally to impale you, and uh, he can't do that in the game, but I think it'll translate either way. Rich? Well, they're both murderers, but I went with Matanza for six. I'm shocked that in six years of Pick'ems, we have not been able to say that before another match. Well, they're both murderers, but uh, I got Benoit for four. <laughs> You don't remember that hot New Jack's Jimmy Snooker match? <laughs> oh yeah, I was just, just about to say Benoit and Snooker. Fuck. Yeah, the uh, fact that, that was we my... can sit here and just name a fuckload of wrestlers is not good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be a spoiler alert. If you're at uh, PodSlam next year for the first round of the rundown, there's going to be a wrestling murderers question. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Scott Hall? Can <laughs> I fight? Yeah, Scott Hall, New Jack. Jimmy Snuka, Chris Benoit, uh, Kayfabe, Matanza. Yeah. <laughs> Just from the way he died, Dino Bravo. Hmm. Probably, yeah. He went down in a hail of gunfire. So, Oh, oh and uh, the guy that stabbed Bruiser Brody? He was a wrestler. There true, we go. True, um, Yeah. Uh, through Hepatitis, Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> uh, Marty Jannetty almost killed somebody. True. That's very true. Rey Mysterio. Um, oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, we need to stop. 
Augie. Hey, look, I, I've seen Scorpion lose, okay? I've never seen Matanza lose, so I went with Matanza for 13. Shit, that's great insight. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Matanza, Matanza wins out there, 3-2 to two over Scorpion. Uh, next. Oh, this one's got a special place in my heart. It's my two boys. It's CM Punk. And it's Scott Steiner. How I didn't make this the main event, I don't know, but it got to be fair. Uh, Rich, we'll start with you so I can go last. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, Scott Steiner's got that move called the Steiner Recliner. Um, that's pretty good at tapping people the fuck out. I went with Scott Steiner for 11. Oh, man. I've already been saying CM Punk's a fucking lazy prick that just sits on his now. Oh. Augie. Um. I was trying to do some math for this one, and I figured in a standard match, each person has a 50-50 shot to win, but Punk is <laughs> but Punk is a genetic freak, so I figured he's probably got like a one-third percent chance to win, or no, plus one-third percent chance. Anyway, the math I ended up with was like 150% chance that CM Punk wins. <laughs> for 14. Uh, so I fully intend on talking about WWE purchasing the tape library at some point uh, in this podcast. And I don't care how much you're going to pay for it. You have to at least throw in another 250K just for all the Scott Steiner shit. <laughs> like, it's worth it. You will get mileage out of it. Uh, Tope has punk for 11. Widden has punk for 2. Everyone's got punk, huh? But me? I feel like if it was me picking, I would have gone with Steiner, too. It just feels... I. Yeah, it feels... and. I haven't decided yet because I have two Scott Steiners. Of course I do. And now this is Pod Swoggles. <laughs> of the week. Because God damn it, <laughs> I love Scott Steiner. Because you can download two totally different looking sons of bitches. You can download <laughs> 90s mullet. It mm. looks like... A fucking painter with Parkinson's disease sneezed on his singlet. You know those you know those those boilerplate cups that you get that's like the white cup that has like the blue and purple swoosh all over it that's like every fucking cheap restaurant has? Yeah, yeah. Scott Steiner has that singlet from the nineties. And he's just fucking dropping dudes on their fucking head all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the Scott Steiner that decided to have that same painter with Parkinson's disease sneeze on his chest as a tattoo and his back now and can be walking tigers to the ring on a random nitro. Just wait till 2000, Spencer. I know. Scott Steiner with a tiger in his hands. It came in wait. Big Papa Pump. He's the fucking man. He's the only wrestler I've ever heard of to enter an indie show to his theme that he came out to for years and go, fuck that song! I hate it! <laughs> <laughs> He's the fucking warrior. That said, I went punk for 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I have to, because God damn it, he has to win something. Uh, yeah, so you're the only one that took uh, Steiner Rich. Fuck. No, I, I, it pained me, but, you know, it is what it is. Next. Oh, man, I got all my hotness all in one spot. No holds barred. 
It's the rematch we've been waiting for since, <laughs> rum, the, since the, the Potswoggle Rumble. It's Santino Morella against yours truly, Chris Mullet. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar with what happened, Santino Morella won the inaugural Potswoggle Rumble in January. But you can't put the title on the line for the Rumble. So Rich insisted so he could see Santino celebrate with the championship that I go in and wrestle a one-on-one match (laughs) as Santino and beat myself. (laughs) I failed on the first two attempts (laughs) because I had barely played the game. The game was set on hard and Santino sucks. (laughs) So I had to make it a ladder match. This was an extra 30 minutes of the stream, which is all available on YouTube, by the way, and I rewatched it recently, and I think the highlight of the Potswoggle Twitch streams has been Rich just typing, you're the goddamn worst. (laughs) (laughs) As I try to give him a nice moment and fail miserably, uh, until I finally had to do a ladder match. But I felt like I'm better than that. So the way this match is working, and I announced this beforehand, so this isn't one of my powers, is that I will be controlling myself. I will be controlling Chris Mullet. The game will be set on Legend Difficulty, which I have never played on. And I will try to beat Santino in revenge for myself. Augie? I'm sorry, I will start with Widden. Widden has me for 13 points. Because wow. he's a friend. Because he's a friend. Tope has me for two points because he has zero faith in me whatsoever. Augie, what do you have? Um, I just picked the guy who I thought was funnier and went with Santino for two. <laughs> so when I knew both of them weren't going to be here, I, I like have a separate <laughs> Facebook thread that's like, send me your picks. And they sent them. And the first time I was like, you fucking, it was Tope. I'm like, you fucking asshole. I'm being me for two points. He's like, yeah, I watched the stream. Augie sends it and picks Santino for two. I'm like, you too? And he goes, yeah, I watched the stream. <laughs> and I'm like, is this one of those group mind things that you guys are not even doing on purpose? Not even on purpose. So what's your pick, asshole? <laughs> Look, man, I've already seen this show before. I got Santino for 13, bitch. For 13? Fuck you. You couldn't do it right the first two times. Fuck you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, I was Santino then, though. Yeah, I know, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Look. If I'm going down, I'm going to be able to cuss myself out at it the whole damn time. I got me for all 16 yeah, points, boy. son. You, you got to go big. You have to do that. Yeah, you have to. I have to. I'd be and, – and Tope actually said, he goes, if you pick yourself for all 16, I will do it. And I go, I actually did. And then he didn't change it. <laughs> <laughs> Tope's not a man of his word, but it's okay. I'm getting him back at some point on this episode. Uh, yeah, I have to. And I, on hand of my heart, I, I am a man of my word. I, I have honor. I take these things way too fucking seriously. I have not played a match as myself since that day. <laughs> I have not played as me in over 11 months. So I'm going into this fucking ice cold. I've played as a bushwhacker more than I've played as myself. <laughs> as of late. Uh, all right. Now it's time for the five main events. That's right. We got five main events on this motherfucker. Starting with... A battle of Rich's apartment. It's Vince Russo. It's Ricky Morton. Who? You know what? I don't. I haven't even said this yet. But hey, Rich, 
Do we want to make this a loser leaves Podswoggle match? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that's only fair. We got to up the ante a little bit. That's crazy. I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck. Exactly. We're, we're one of the five main events. Yeah. Got to make this happen. You have to. So, of course, if that's one of the five main events now, and I'm sorry, this wasn't part of my plan. The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! I think it'd be great, you know, Summer Raid did such a good job on her promo (laughs) that uh, at the end of this, I'm giving you fair warning, uh, (laughs) that at the end of our picks... I think a back-and-forth promo between Vince Russo and Ricky Morton to raise the stakes on their match, I think would only be apropos. Is is that not right, Rich? I just felt what I think might be the beginning of an ulcer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have at least two minutes to enjoy the rest of your life um, before Vince Russo seeps his way into your body and before Ricky Morton wakes up in Liz's bed for some reason. Um, (laughs) So I will get this one kicked off. Look. Only one of them was a former world heavyweight champion. And only one of them was an actual wrestler. So I went with Ricky Morton for 13 points like a fool. Like a damn fool. Augie, who do you got? Well, you know, bro, I, I was trying, I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, which, which of these two bros do I like the best, bro? And I ended up deciding, I, I couldn't really figure out why, but something about Russo uh, just really appealed to me, bro. And so I picked Russo for four. Bro, uh, bro, there's really odd symmetry in this match. I don't know how this could be beautiful and poetic and be Vince Russo and Ricky Morton at the same time. I have Ricky Morton for 13 points. Tope has Ricky Morton for 13 points. Augie has Vince Russo for four points. Witten has Russo for four points. Yeah. So it is as dead even as you can get. Rich, I think it's only fitting that you break this tie. Uh, I went with the king of the babyface comeback. Uh, I went with Ricky Morton for 12. Oh, Oh, so you're close there. Yeah. Uh, According to our predictions, this might be the very last pod swoggle we ever hear Vince Russo on. Uh, I think think we have to hear from him now. It's time for the promo off. All right. Uh, uh, I mean, how about you fucking mean Gene this shit and introduce us? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. Look, I'm champion. I'm trying to be lazy, baby. Um... Well, now let's first introduce in. Put that cigarette out. Let's first introduce <laughs> in. Former WCW World Heavyweight Champion and the longest reigning character in Pod Swoggle history that's not named Augie Artillas, Vince Russo. <laughs> Bro, that's right. It's going down. Swoggle Mania 3. <laughs> Bro. I cannot tell you how excited I am. I'm facing Ricky Morton. Ricky, I grew up watching Ricky Morton. And let me tell you something. What is that? He's got two eyes. Vince Russo always coming correct with the facts. <laughs> and now the fatter half. Well, that's not true. <laughs> the lighter half of the Rock and Roll Express. But the one with more kids. From the trash can that Rich is closest to. It's Ricky Morton. What's happening, Bubba's? I found bubble wrap. Bubba oh, wrap. no. Bubba wrap. That's right. If I lose this match, I'm going to go into the bubble wrap business, become Bubba Wrap Jones. 
I'd be remiss, I mean, Ricky Morton, if on the last time we have a, a chance to talk to you possibly here on Podswoggle, if I didn't ask how Robert Gibson is doing. Robert Gibson has eaten himself into three comas. <laughs> <laughs> and Vince Russo, I apologize, but I'd be remiss if I didn't set you up with a question that has an obvious answer that you would give me the wrong answer for. Who was the 1996 King of the Ring, Vince Russo? Bro, the 1996 King of the Ring was obviously nobody... Dude, bro, you don't have to cover your ears, bro. <laughs> it's just common knowledge. The 1996 King of the Ring was fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> it was of fucking it Peter was. Pan. Gentlemen, the match of your lives this Saturday. The one played by Easter. the one played by Kathy Rigby. <laughs> bro, Kathy Rigby was the best Peter Pan of all time. Take your Robin Williams. Shut up over there. Someone didn't put that cigarette out. <laughs> Mary Martin does not hold a candle to Kathy Rigby. Okay? She is right up there with the big cat, Ernie Ladd. Right up there Chicago, with the Martin Breast. Right up there with Bruno San Martino, <laughs> the Peter Pan of our day. Gentlemen, this Saturday, 4 Eastern, Swoggle Mania 3, you both fight to stay on Pod Swoggle because it's really all you guys have. What do you have to say to one another before the match of your lives? Bubba, I don't know if that's all I got in my life. I mean, I'm I, I'm still up and down these roads. If, if I'm not wrestling, I'm selling books. And, and, and have you ever not sold an encyclopedia? I was going to say, are you a dictionary salesman? Look, there's a hard time. In the late 80s, where I could not get a booking. And so oh, I started that? selling bookings. Uh, I was going to say, that's the end of the story? Okay, great. No, Bubba. <laughs> and there's plenty of things I could do. I mean, I got my steakhouse. I've talked about this with you. Uh, I, I could become a rapper, a bubble rapper. <laughs> oh, God. God, Ricky hey, Morton. I'm full I... of them, baby. <laughs> I could I... be the one staying. <laughs> Yeah, we could have more of you. And with everything that's going on in the world with uh, with politics and the police and whatnot, I'm sure you'd have some great insight onto what's going on. What happened? <laughs> not much of not much of a news reader, just a book reader. Yeah, Bubba. Uh, what you got? Yeah, the police doing the 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 go home flip flop fly. I don't even want to know what that could possibly be in your mind, uh, Vince Russo. Bro, what was the topic again? <laughs> the most important match of your life this Saturday. <clears throat> Bro, from pillar to post, I'm going to wrestle this match like I am the greatest wrestler of all time. No, not that fool Hulk Hogan. No, not that smuggler Jeff Jarrett. I don't know what I mean by that. <laughs> But look at him. Look at his face. <laughs> He's like your best friend in the wrestling business. I exactly. I know things. <laughs> I know where the gold gets sold. Bridge so, bro, you have left a burn. What? That's what bridge do you have left to burn? <laughs> well, bro, let me tell you something. Russo ain't going nowhere. Okay. I'm taking down this hick. I'm taking down all this southern wrestling. And Russo will be here t 
to stay because I love blueberry muffins and you're never going to get me to stop eating them. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's this match for? <laughs> this is this is uh, this is on Mania three. You'll be wrestling Ricky Morton inside a video game. Uh, to determine if you stay on this podcast. Well, all I know is I showed up some like four and a half years ago. I was working at a Barnes and Noble. True. And someone asked me for like a, the right book or something. And I told him to go to the self-help section. And next thing I know, I'm coming on, on this thing every other month. I have a life. So what you're saying is neither one of you really want to win this. No. It sounds like you both just want to sell books. I just yeah. want to go home. <laughs> yeah, but all, all I really want to do is just just get in a apartment with Robert Gibson and, and settle down. Well, there you have it, folks. Vince Russo and Ricky Morton couldn't give two shits this Saturday for Eastern Swogglemania 3. The loser will actually probably be the winner. <laughs> well, the cool thing is, um, so yeah, loser is pod swoggle, but they can always come back wearing a mask. Oh, that's very true. I'd love to hear either one of those guys in a Mexican accent. That'd be great. Oh, no. That's going to be... Ooh, i got to write that one down. Thank you, Spencer. I'm talking <laughs> like Mean Gene for some reason. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's actually a lot of fun. Holy balls. <laughs> Rich. Like Rich, who are you really rooting for? So you took Ricky Morton for 12. But who are you really rooting for? Man, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you have to have two. You have to come up with two more characters after this weekend. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you have seventies promoter. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, we have seventies promoter, and oh, and we have. Uh, ca- well, it's technically Spencer, but we have casual Arn Anderson now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Arn back in the day. He's a real good friend. Real good friend. <laughs> the twofer right there. What was <laughs> there was something that literally happened very, very recently with Ric Flair. Oh no. <laughs> it was the Holly Berry story. <laughs> says, Whoa, I had sex with Holly Berry and a and a Hojo was in nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. I didn't feel I didn't feel properly set up for that. <laughs> He, it was he fucked Holly Berry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta like, make man. an excuse for it. <laughs> Look, it was 1997. Like that was a bad year for Holly Berry or something. <laughs> she was desperate. Yeah. Uh, Swordfish hasn't he, come out yet. He actually, yeah, he actually fucked Chuck Berry. It's, he's an old racist confused man, Ric Flair is. All right. <laughs> this one's going to be straight insanity. A six person hell in a cell these are the six men that were the closest to becoming podswoggle champion without actually winning it the winner of this will get automatically put into the first tournament on 2k17 to have their next crack at it it is batman new jack lebron james rick sanchez adonis creed and sloth from the goonies We will start this one with Rich. Got New Jack for one. Because it's a a massive humanity and somebody's going to die. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, the first glance favorite is going to be Batman, but Batman won't kill anybody. 
Ooh, very true. And if any of these guys' moms is named Martha, they're fucked. <laughs> true. You know, Martha Jack. <laughs> That's those, no, it'd be, uh, what's New Jack's real name? I just believe it's New Jack. Fuck it. If Ryback can change his fucking name, why can't New Jack? Uh, Augie? Um, I'm pretty sure Batman's already beat every single one of these guys in the comic book, so I went with Batman for one. Very good. Of course, Rich shits on the premise of Batman being picked, and Augie immediately picks Batman afterwards. Uh, so does Tope. Tope's got Batman for three. Uh, Widden is kind of scared just like Rich is, so he's got New Jack, and in a match with six people, Widden took a number that's higher than six, he has New Jack for eight points. No. Fool. He is a damn fool. Now, uh, I went with something completely different because it's been a good year. So, I, I mean, he's already won one title. He's been so close on another occasion. He's going to get that title. I got LeBron James hmm. for one. Yeah, he kind of has uh, to. I also have to use my third power right now because uh, this is this is for the benefit of everybody, and I only have one point of this, so it's fine. I simulated a six-person hell in a cell, and I almost had a seizure um, <laughs> watching the computer do it. But also, it really wasn't a lot of fun because the computer doesn't fly around and do all kinds of shit. So uh, I'm going to be simulating this for four hours. I want to get my hands on the sticks one more time. So I will be controlling LeBron James. Lame. I will be making sure that it is a fun match above anything else. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm not pissed at that, but Witten might have something to say. Well, he's not here, so fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> is what I have to say about that. Uh, so, yeah. That's my third power. Next. This one might actually... Well, all three of these on paper are just amazing matches, but... The two most prolific pod swoggle champions of all time, one on one, the man that has the most successful defenses of the pod swoggle championship, Finn Balor. He defended it throughout March of Madness, made it all the way to the final four as the champion against the only man to hold the title for more than one month and retain it through an entire tournament. He was never actually pinned to lose the title either. He lost it in a. Uh, in a ladder match, Jason Voorhees. The Demon versus Jason. There, there's so many angles here. Uh, Tope went with Finn for seven. Widen went for Finn for seven. Rich. This might be recency bias because I remember more of Jason than I do Finn, but man, like, Jason Voorhees could not be stopped. Like hands down, I went. With, I went with Jason for fourteen. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I, I've haven't seen a character maybe since Matt Morgan back in the day yeah. on a video game to just flat out dominate the way he did. I have Jason for nine. It's going to be a good fight, but I have seen Finn lose. I have not seen Jason lose yet, so I have exactly. to go that round. Now, Augie, Jason was your Pod Swoggle champion. He let you be Swoggle Squad champion for two full months. What do you got? Yeah, do you, do you remember that um, 
Remember the the uh, the, the movie where uh, Jason got injured and he was in the hospital for six months with a big shoulder injury, and all he could do was put together Legos. Oh wait, yeah, me neither. Jason for sixteen, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you wrote her. I'm glad you're riding and dying with your boy, <laughs> Jason. For sixteen, it's going to be. I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I might actually let the entrances play out on that. Jason's is probably just going to be him walking out with a bat, like the Jake the Snake bag, but it's implied that there's a body in it. Probably, <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, this one's been also booked since the Potswoggle Rumble because we didn't get to see these two in the ring together, and they're the two most imposing physical specimens. In the game, it's the bear from the Revenant against Chewbacca. <laughs> How fucking big and hairy can you get? I should have added Albert to this. The Tope? <laughs> no. Uh-oh. No. Uh, Matt Bloom, Tensai, Uh-oh. all of his different names. <laughs> uh, I have the Revenant bear, but I just want to sit back and enjoy this one, so I have the bear for three. Rich? The real loser in this match is the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) 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 I went with the Revenant Bear for nine. Revenant Bear for nine. Augie. Did you see the Revenant? I did not. The mom bear is just protecting her kids, right? The mom bear loves her kids. Did you ever see the uh, Star Wars holiday special? Yes, I have. (laughs) Yeah. Chewbacca's kids fucking suck, okay? (laughs) So I went with the bear for 11. Fuck you, Lumpy. <laughs> That's one of my favorite sentences of all time. Chewbacca's kids suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe this is a clean sweep. Tope has the Revenant Bear for eight. Widden has the Revenant Bear for five. No love for Chewbacca, man. I mean, technically the bear's not even supposed to be up on two legs, but because of the game he is. <laughs> Also, there's a strong history of bears wrestling, okay? It's true. <laughs> also, let's not forget... Ah, oh, Rich, I'm going to put us on blast. Shit. Let's just remember, back in 2007, when we first became friends, and we were the only two in Gainesville for a summer. God damn it. <laughs> and on SmackDown versus Raw, was it 2005, I think you had? Yeah. We booked wrestling pay-per-views, not too far off from this one, uh, and did things like... Fucking Jay and Silent Bob versus the Legion of Doom, man. Uh, and, in, and in between fucking all that pussy, we were uh, also creating. Oh, a what a rush! What was that bear's character's bear's name, Rich? Barely legal. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just big old bear. I think his first match, we made him squash Molly Holly for some reason because yep. it was hilarious. Uh, and yeah, we had a lot of bear-themed uh, shows, and uh, so you were somehow doing Daniel Bryan before Daniel Bryan was doing Daniel Bryan. Exactly, that stealing motherfucker. <laughs> uh, we were so cool, Rich. So cool. <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> we rose above it, man, and we have each. I have. I will have proof in five weeks' time that I have had sex, um, <laughs> and. And we're still doing exactly the same thing 10 years later. Yep. I'm at 11. Literally booking the same show. Like, how about a bear this time? Uh, oh. I mean, all right. A couple things. One, Swagglemania 4. 
picture. We already got a plan, man. Uh, two. Do you still have that picture? Oh, it's on Facebook. Is it? Okay. On Facebook somewhere. Uh, I will find it. I think it's like my mobile uploads or something. You keep going. I'll find it. Yeah, but yeah, but try to find it. I thought you were gonna say, "Do I still have the cards?" And I'm pretty sure in some in one of my notebooks, I have the results of those shows. You're you're a sick man. I also might also have the Bako stains from the last one when like I beat you in like five straight matches and then like that killed it forever and you ate an entire thing of Bakos. <laughs> Block that out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I blocked that out. Yeah, and then we had like Generation to Run or something, so I think that was also the real reason why it stopped. Alrighty, main event. And ooh, is it a main event? It is the the biggest rivalry in Podswoggle, Marcho Madness, Podswoggle Championship, whatever you want to call it, history. It's EC3 and Okada, number three, at Swoggle Mania 3. Two years ago, the greatest video game match of all time happened in the quarterfinals of March of Madness. Okada and EC3 tore the house down. EC3 got the victory. We were this close to seeing it at this year's March of Madness. They each made it into the Sweet 16, lost their matches, and did not get into the Elite Eight to have it happen again. EC3 won the title just a month ago, and in the championship of this past title tournament, who did he meet up with? Okada. Who won? Okada. We're tied at one apiece. This one will settle it, and we're going to settle it in the only way we can in an Iron Man match. Most falls after, I believe I'm going to do 20 minutes. If it's been really, really short, maybe we'll do 30. I don't know. That That's, that's a long time to watch one match in a wrestling game. 20's pushing it. But who will come out the victor of this rivalry? I will start. I've seen it in this game. I'm going to go with that result. And also, he was my boy that won it for me, so I have to follow through with him. I have Okada for eight points. Augie, who do you have? You said it's an Iron Man match, right? Yes. Um, you ever seen, like, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam? No, but I'll pretend that I have. <laughs> There's a bunch of Japanese guys running around inside uh, uh, Iron Man suits. So, duh, Okada. <laughs> for how <laughs> or, many uh, points? For, for, for six. Perfect. Uh, Tope is literally taking the I just want to sit back and enjoy philosophy, and he has Okada for one point. Widen went the total opposite end of the spectrum and went with Okada still. So Okada has got a 4 nothing advantage over EC3 right now. But he has 15 fucking points on this match. So uh, Widen had fun as the first Swoggle Squad champion, uh, but probably won't have fun being it for the rest of the year. And he's never getting back there again. <laughs> nope. Rich, are you going to make it 5-0? I'm not. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm taking EC3 for four. Nice. I hope... So, this match last month was really, really good. N- nowhere near what the first one was, which is, of course, obviously going to happen. But it was very one-sided. I hope they rise to the occasion and make the two of them in video games the most oddly magical and just bound-to-be thing that has ever happened. Like, I never intended to do any of this. I had this pencil in. I was like, "Oh yeah, we'll do it if like if if it's able to happen." And then it just fucking happened to happen. Mm-hmm. So when this happens in WWE in four years, when they shell all that money out in Okada, 
and TNA's <laughs> no longer a thing. Everyone would be like, man, Potswog already did it, whatever. <laughs> so that's it. That's Swoggle Mania 3 picks. The winner of Pick'ems will get a bonus point for the season. The season's starting to heat up, starting to get a little tight. Uh, I don't have those totals in front of me, but I know Tope's still in first. I'm a point behind. Augie is nipping at our heels a few points behind us. Rich is starting to get a little bit of momentum. Widden is in dead fucking last. Um, <laughs> but we still, hey, we still have what? Like seven pay-per-views now to go? It feels like yeah, really. three, five, six, seven. Yeah, we have eight pay-per-views. And no, more because of takeovers. We have like a dozen pay-per-views in this season left. Jesus Anything, Christ. It's October. I have an ulcer now. Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to have to talk to you guys that much about getting your fucking pick. Um, so anything can happen, but this also is going to determine who Swaggle Squad champion is. Uh, yeah. What else? What time are we at? Uh, we're over an hour, hour over three. An hour? Any uh, any pressing news you guys want to talk about as we wrap it up here? So the schedule for uh, Podswoggle. So we still have three Podslam podcasts to air, which I'm very, very excited about. Next week is going to be the Podswoggle versus, which uh, I'm proud to say had an amazing reception at Podslam. Um, it'll be a staple of Podslam going forward every single year. Um, you're going to get to hear that um, next week. Week after that. We are going to get back together and talk some news um, about whatever's been happening post Hell in a Cell and everything else we possibly have missed or not able to cover today. Uh, And then for November, we are going to uh, take a break because I have some things going on. Uh, But you're not going to stop getting podcasts because we still have the All-Star Podcast Rumble. We still have the live Rumble and Bumble and Stumbling from Podslam. And we have Neville Rumble alone that are already in the bank. So that's going to be your month of November. Uh, plus, if Rich and the other guys feel like getting together and shooting the shit and want to put stuff up there, they totally have the freedom to do so. But um, that's what November is going to look like as of right now. So you're still going to get your podcast every single week. You're still going to have a great time. Um, but we will be talking news full-blown in two weeks. Uh, but for now, what can't wait for two weeks, guys? Hmm. Well, I mean... TNA is probably about to get sold to somebody that's not Dixie Carter, which is pretty interesting. I'm seeing some tweets uh, from Broken Matt Hardy who's saying that he'll <laughs> buy it. And the speculation is that Billy Corgan's going to actually buy it, but kayfabe Matt Hardy will be in charge. So here, all right. So TNA is going out in a blaze of glory. So they might get sold but it's like would just be like their intellectual property or like the like the being of TNA but TNA as a name and as a as like like the past could potentially go to WWE so they can make their AJ Styles and their Samoa Joe and their Sting and their everything else DVDs and network content right and then Billy Corgan just like okay well and it's hard not to do a fucking Marty Billy uh, <laughs> but uh, at Billy, but um, like we'll just rebrand. Yeah, and Smashing do, Pumpkins but... Wrestling. Yeah, Which <laughs> exactly? Uh, 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 rebrand's been long overdue. Smashing Pumpkins Wrestling. Whoo! <laughs> Needed that forever. <laughs> I mean, when I was listening to Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, I was like, you know what? This makes me want to have a wrestling company by this gentleman. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bonkers. Uh, have you guys read? 
what the total nonstop deletion show could possibly fully I entail. Read a few things. Yeah, I saw some some crazy uh, tag teams get thrown out there. Uh, I'm not even talking about the fucking tag teams, like the Bucks of Youth and the Day of New and all that other stuff. What else the is going to be on that show? <laughs> the expressive rock and roll. Maybe Ricky Morton might need to get a yeah. booking there. Uh, so this is all from what I read. Uh, Greedo's going to wrestle Smoking Joe Frazier. That's the kangaroo. Yep. <laughs> uh, King Maxwell will make his in-ring debut. That's Matt which, Hardy's infant child. Which is not true. He's already he's already won a match. <laughs> his Impact Wrestling debut. This is a child! <laughs> <laughs> We're arguing over the, the debut of a... He could win Rookie of the Year in PWI. <laughs> and it's still be better than Tim Zabisco. won <laughs> it a few years ago. Uh, what else did I read? Yeah, I just—it's gonna be like the new heart ending of TNA. <laughs> yeah, it was all inside a snuggle but all along. And it's perfect. <laughs> it's fucking perfect. Yeah, it's crazy that they're letting it happen. I, I love it. I mean, what do they got to lose? It's, yeah, th- there's there's nothing that they could lose off of it. They've already got taped up through December. Spoiler alert, does everyone like kind of know where TNA, like where everything else stands right now? Like what they else they have going on? Oh, I have no idea, but I also don't care. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, so well, it actually aired this past week. In typical TNA fashion, the sh- show immediately after their quote-unquote biggest show of the year, the world champion lost the title on television. I knew that. Yeah, so Eddie Edwards is now the TNA champion because he beat Lashley. Um, Cody's already gone, which everyone knew he was going to, but he put over Eddie before he left. Uh, Sandow kept shitting the bed, so he turned him heel and made him lose the moose. Uh, what, Gail Kim's back what, what, went what out. What was he doing to shit the bed? He just he's out of shape and not a, a credible serious wrestler. Huh. All of his matches just fuck. I mean, granted, it's that grand championship rules stuff, but the crowd was already just like, man, this guy's out of shape and kind of sucks. <laughs> treating him like a serious wrestler like he needs a gimmick he's not like a knockout artist he's not Chris fucking Hero although he's starting to look like Chris fucking Hero <laughs> um, so there's that uh, what else was going on there was somebody else that debuted and I can't remember who it was um, but yeah it was just like it's just weird that a company can be done for the rest of the year <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's the same thing they did last year but at least like this one had a coherent story, whereas last year they had to film all these random matches and then make the story out of it. They had to like um, uh, uh, reverse engineer their entire storyline and, <laughs> yeah. and company. Yeah, it's a fucking shoot. That's what literally happened. Um, so yeah, I, I am hopeful that we can talk about a new name and positive things very, very soon. That'd be cool. Um. Uh- is it a, is it is it known yet if uh, Lucha Underground is officially uh, signed for a fourth season? Not that I've seen or heard. Ooh, of. well then I got an inside scoop because I was in L.A. this past weekend. Oh, and oh, happened, shit. I was on the beach, just some random fucking beach in in Malibu, like where no one was at, and there was just this guy wearing a Lucha Underground shirt. I said, "Hey, Lucha Underground," and he said, "Oh yeah, I don't really watch it. I just I work for them." I said, "Oh okay, yeah, that's cool." Uh, and he was, you know, we started talking about it a little bit 
and then he was like, well, hey, anyway, uh, yeah, good talking to you, man. Uh, oh, and by the way, yeah, fourth season, definitely happening. <laughs> Just straight up told me. Fuck yeah. <laughs> scoops, baby. Yeah. So deal with it. Fucking Podswoggle bringing scoops. Yeah. From Beach Guy. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't even know what he was doing. But... Beach Guy. <laughs> yeah, he was like setting up lights or something. Like he was like there filming something else. So... <laughs> I, well, I'm, and also there's rumor they might finally be going on tour to like I don't know generate money <laughs> for the fucking product. I don't know. Um, but uh, Rich uh, pulse check on Lucha so far this season. Yeah, they're humming along. I like it. I love that Dario's just straight up doing coke now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, on screen, like yeah. <laughs> that was that was so fucking best because like <laughs> the next time he came out in front of the crowd it was just like uh, perfect like everything yeah. just all the the missing pieces of the picture started to like come into focus it's like of course he's a huge cokehead it's refreshing to see a wrestling personality do cocaine on my screen like it was like the the next time you saw him after that uh was after the first cage uh uh, uh, tahano match um and and is when he came out i was like yeah (laughs) the thing i didn't tell you (laughs) there's a best of five (laughs) yeah for an amazing opportunity (laughs) yeah it was it was pretty amazing uh perfect Oh God, I really want to share this spoiler from SmackDown, but I won't. Just when you guys know what I'm referencing and you'll know what it is, Facebook or text me immediately. Oh fuck, right. can't wait. Yeah, oh, oh, you'll know what it is. It's it's impossible to not know. Um, what else? There's something that else reminds I me. I don't want to get into it too much because it's it's old news now. But I just want to briefly mention how amazing the uh, Miz Dolph Ziggler match was uh, this past weekend. Uh, yep, it was. Great. Uh, should have been the main event. Absolutely. Yeah, no yeah. question. No question. Like it, it was supposed to. Um, I, thought, I thought you were going to say, it's old news It's old news at this point, but Goldberg coming back? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fine so every, not talking about it, like, ever. Yeah, it's... I'm glad that it's probably happening at Survivor Series. We don't have to do pickums for it on the show. <laughs> we, just don't, we seriously can avoid talking about it. Yeah, who's next? It's just... Yeah, it's just it is what it is. Um, yeah, the, I we talked about TNA. I wanted to talk about the fact that we might be able to watch old school ROH and TNA on the network. That's very for cool. for an extra five dollars a month, which yeah, I will I totally can... fucking pay for. Totally, totally. Uh, in addition to like uh, perks of of like VIP invites and stuff. Yeah, like voting on the uh, Hall, the of, Hall fame. of Fame. Being, yeah, being an asshole so I can nominate like Quang for the Hall of Fame, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great fucking tiered awesome system that I hope happens. Now, I'm I'm curious how the ROH thing would work. Like yeah. that kind of like was like, hmm, are they just I think they're just using ROH as an example of the type of company. I mean, maybe, but still it's weird to like name check them like that. Yeah. I, I think I think to gauge like if you're going to send that out to your network subscribers, sure, probably the majority of network subscribers are going to be like, yeah, fucking duh. But to like maybe the other twenty to thirty percent of network subscribers who are those, those, I don't want to say uh, LCD, but the the casual general wrestling fan, 
they've odds are heard of at least those two. That's true. To kind of pique their interest. Um, so like, of course, like they probably will put like Evolve on there. Sorry, working with Evolve or yeah. Progress or other companies, but like by using TNA and ROH as the examples, it kind of breeds leads into just independent wrestling as a whole. Um, but the TNA thing, like, is is probably definitely what's going to happen. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, how are we on cruiserweights? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I love what they're doing. I love what the people themselves are doing. They need to actually have like story progression yeah. happening, but which that, is which is happening with Kendrick and, and definitely yeah, and the the ball of charisma that is TJ Perkins. <laughs> Here, here's a new one for the show. Hey TJ, uh, uh, TJ was just hanging out in the corner of my apartment. Uh, TJ, come here. Talk to talk to uh, Chris Mullen here on the podcast. Oh no! Hi, how's it going? Hey, TJ, what's up? This is uh, Chris Mullet, the host of Pods Hall. It's a pleasure to talk to you and meet you. Hey, Chris Mullet. I was homeless before, but now I've been wrestling <laughs> for 18 years. <laughs> and now uh, I'm I, a WWE Cruiserweight Champion. I didn't ask you a question yet, but um, uh, how's, how's it been being, man, what a big change. Like, the WWE main roster setting being the, the first champion of this new cruiserweight division it's got to be exciting and it's got to be crazy right man let me tell you <laughs> i'm proud to represent <laughs> my filipino heritage and also i i i'm able to have a roof over my head because i don't know if you knew this i was homeless well actually the person that helped you buy a home was dixie carter when she signed you as manic in tna uh any fun memories of tna I don't know. I couldn't really see through that mask. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm still too charismatic and funny of an answer. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand what I said that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TJ. Well, listen, man. I already hate talking to you. No, it's okay. So Did you know that Brian Kendrick used to give me a ride to wrestling? <laughs> to wrestling. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... All right, so I'm fine with storyline progression. Sorry, TJ, give me one. I just have to get this out. I'm fine with like okay. them being the story, but I don't want to fucking... You should never be a champion in a wrestling company and have the phrase Nintendo 64 controller exit your mouth. Oh, man. I loved my N64. <laughs> and then it broke, which doesn't really happen. <laughs> like, literally impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to have that shoved up Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness's butt <laughs> to have that have happened. It was a weird okay. time. <laughs> All right, TJ. Uh, I didn't want to say anything. Then. What? What were you saying? Nothing. Literally <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'm just going right, back man. to my well, corner. Uh, yeah, you go hang out there. The most exciting part of this segment every week is going to be the drop that I have to make that has your fucking batch it mega man theme in front of it all right chip tunes are cool bye guys <laughs> bye tj <laughs> god when he was talking to kendrick by the way uh whatever writer wrote that for him uh slipped in uh, like a video game reference like and you know what if that happens it's game over for us dude I, something I, like I, that i was like I fuck you <laughs> dickhead you and the writer whoever wrote that for you you know what? We're going to oh. get out there. I'm going to press start on that match. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> God. 
I and you're like you're playing, I'm player number one. You're player number two. <laughs> they had 32 guys. And that's who they and, went with. And that was who they went with. And, yeah. like, we talked about it on at Potslam, too. I was like, I have never been a fan. I, I've just never gotten it. Through the Cruiserweight Classic, I was like, okay, I kind of did, kind of get it. He rose to the occasion. And then I just realized that he worked Rich Swan and Kota Ibushi yeah. and Grand Malik <laughs> and these, like, amazingly charismatic and flashy guys yeah. that carried him through being just a mechanic. <laughs> he's a fucking mechanic. He's a cruiserweight mechanic. And now he's just dabbing in the corner. I don't Yeah, I'm very over it. Yeah. It was funny for like a little bit, but no, that's not cool. Um And the thing that sucks is he's like not to give a look see into like my picks, which are like still three weeks out, but he's almost definitely gonna be Kendrick because he he's been set up to be like the face of this division for right now and they're not gonna have it be put on a heel yet until they establish all the other guys. The, the thing that I, I'm hesitant on for the cruiserweight title or the cruiserweight division is we had these same kind of complaints when the Divas Revolution happened was they were all thrown into like one fucking story and it sucked and it made no real sense. And then over time, they figured it out. And now like they each have their own stories, they each have their own thing going on. They're fleshed out characters. Yeah. I'm fine giving it six to eight months until they figure out. Yeah. OK, we don't need to sign fucking Davari. Like, this is just a really long tryout process for all these guys, and they'll figure out who they actually want, and they'll find the guys that actually are going to rise above it. Yeah, surprisingly enough, my biggest uh, concerns aren't with story, and and the fact that I saw um, uh, a story earlier today uh, that um, they're pretty high up on Anthony Nice right now was uh, pretty... um, I don't know, it just made me feel good about, like, okay, they're thinking a little bit more long-term about Mm. the division. What my concerns are, and and I've talked to Spencer about this weeks ago, felt like, um, is in presentation. Um, And it's not Mm. even with the the title. I like that belt. I like that it's not a tiny fucking belt. Like, like WWE's always made their fucking cruiserweight belts. Tiny. Um, So I like that it's it's a, a good size title. Um, I like I like that it's not just a logo, um, but just presentationally. One, it's cool and special that they change the ropes and they have all different like yes. a, a, a atmosphere. But I'm afraid of it. Roman reigning itself and trying too hard, mm. and people yes. are kind of turning against that just based on try, like WWE trying to train you to watch something a certain way. I'm glad um, you pointed out because it's it's make it's pointing out that it's an attraction and not just a regular part of the yes, show. Exactly. It should just be it should just be the cog in the machine that lets everything keep moving along. Not, the same way. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm done. No, no, I was done. Go ahead. Yeah, the same way how like the divas used to have like divas music. Yep. Uh, which was like super shitty and lame. Um, and then two part my the second part of the presentation thing is that is that Kevin Dunn just doesn't know how to fucking shoot cruiserweights. Cause like, <laughs> like you don't need to do the, you need to do that crash cam thing for bigger dudes for that just are brawling. slower and yeah. Lumbering and shit like that to make it look better. Right. But these guys and to make it look faster. These guys are fast. You don't have to do that at all. There's a reason why PWG fucking highlights are gorgeous and it's on a fucking flip cam from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, because but 
they do all the work for you. Right. You just got to set up a camera and let them go. Yeah, but and a lot of them probably are just like actually hitting them. Yeah, like, there's a lot of strong style probably happening, and and the shit happens so quickly that it doesn't even matter. Like yeah, and and when you do the 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 the, the like you shoot so tightly, mm-hmm. you're gonna miss shit because totally. they use a lot of the ring, like they use all their space. Absolutely, yeah. So you need a wide uh, a wide shot for that stuff to mm-hmm. actually catch it, or else you're gonna miss shit. Yeah, but where did where did those little guys go? <sighs> <sighs> gotta get it in, man. I got it. What? Hey, Kevin Dunn. Hey, what's going on, Rick? Uh, nothing much, man. Hey, where'd you learn? <laughs> uh, my dad got what? some tapes out of the back of Vince McMahon's car when it was on fire, and now I'm here. That's How's true. your damn coming? Damn? It's yeah. going damn good. <laughs> Funny joke. Oh, my God. All right, this I thought my characters are going downhill. <laughs> nah, he's the worst. <laughs> he's the fucking worst. He sucks. There's nothing funny about Kevin Dunn except the fact that I can see his teeth from my house right now. <laughs> and he's probably definitely had sex with Tamina. Just gonna start that rumor. <laughs> Kevin uh, Dunn and Tamina have had relations. But yeah, but yeah. Aside from that, those are like my only two concerns. That and the fact that like they're gonna try to chase Abushi too hard. Mm. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. And it's almost. I already. It's already been rumored as what's happening with that. That Abushi. He's back in New Japan. Is the Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask character? W. Yeah. And they're just gonna have him be revealed and challenge Omega or whoever's gonna be well, Omega if he wins at Wrestle Kingdom, like it's rumored he might. So. Um, that Wrestle Kingdom uh, main event, though. That whole Wrestle Kingdom card. <laughs> that whole show that is res- going to be... That Wrestle Kingdom, though. Just fucking Omega and Okada and Tanahashi and Naito just alone is fucking sickening. And then you're probably going to get uh, fucking Ricochet and Kushida. Um, you're going to get some combination of the Briscoes against, like, fucking either Great Bash Heel or another stiff fucking team. The, the possibilities are endless from the stuff that's still not already booked. Shibata's gonna murder somebody. Yep. And then wrestle a match. You gotta <laughs> add him to the murderer list. <laughs> yeah, shit. I fucking... Fuck it. I might try to watch that one live this year. Right, yeah, I mean... Right. Yeah. You have, uh, they'll have, yeah. They'll have an English version with Kevin Kelly and... Hopefully Carino and not Striker. I, I that's what I read. It was Carino. Good, perfect. Um, what else? I, I think we've mostly covered everything recently. We need to really focus on. All right? Are we we good? We got Lucia. We got is Augie on a sixty day suspension now? Who? Augie. Is he on oh. a sixty day suspension now? I don't know. I have to see his prescription for painkillers. Um. <laughs> Yo, Paige, chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> Just, God, take a look in the mirror and, and like think about what you're doing. Paige needs to go to the NFL Rookie Symposium. That's <laughs> true. And Alberto Del Rio needs to go on Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. Uh, speaking of chill the fuck out, uh, Topin and I were talking about this earlier, um, and I just want to say this on the podcast. It might be my only opportunity to say so. Charlotte, Sasha Banks, 
We love you. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Don't leave we the ring. We know you, yeah, we, I'm sure you have ideas. I'm sure you do. I'm sure, like, a couple agents are going to tell you they're bad ideas. There's going to be a couple other agents that are probably going to be like, oh, yeah, it's a great idea. Go tell Vince. He'll love it. And then they're going to get approved. And then you're going to do them. And then we're going to have a really sad Raw the next night. Just fucking don't. Just, it's, it's a cool moment. Just don't. Tope was listing things he saw happen in that match. And I said, my butthole, my butthole is even puckered. It's just non-existent at this point. <laughs> this is winked out of existence. And, we're, and, we're, we're, and we are three weeks out from the type of stupid shit they're going to probably think they have to do. Yeah. Uh, it, it's at this point I want to see exasperated Arn Anderson. <laughs> just trying to tell Charlotte not to do this shit. And then she calls her dad. <laughs> then her dad calls oh, Arn. It just turns into like when you ask one parent if you could stay up an extra hour late and they say no, so you ask the other parent and they're like, yeah, sure. And then they get in a fight over it. It's like, Charles like, hey, can I do a 450? <laughs> no, god damn it. Go ahead and do a 450. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, cork, so, cork screw Moonsault, though, was... Uh, yeah, what, me, me, and Rich, me and Rich were watching that <laughs> that episode together, and we just started, she started, she set herself up for that moonsault, and we were both like, "No, don't!" And then she put a fucking corkscrew in it, and we were like, "No!" <laughs> God, it was I. It takes a lot to get me to like. Really, I've been I've been through a lot of shit. <laughs> like I've seen a lot of shit. It takes a it takes a lot for me to like really pop and like do something, and I was petrified watching uh, yeah, that jump the fuck out I forget what I even I think it just might have been an all caps holy shit to somebody and then they're like don't spoil and I'm like just you'll know <laughs> <laughs> you'll know exactly what I mean so alrighty well uh, speaking of Tope uh, at this point I, it's obvious that he's not going to be able to make it on the show so at this point uh, you've waited long enough at home Uh, here, enjoy my fourth power uh, of uh, my Swaggle Squad championship that was directed specifically at Tope. Oh, sweet vengeance. Uh, Tope, take it away. Chris Mullen, I will get you back. Oh, I will get you fucking back. <sighs> Seth and Sasha have been friends for about five years. They had met in the Roan Club and had been good friends ever since. They often rode together to meet up at least once a week. They tended this tended to be on weekday lunch sorry, this tended to be on weekday lunchtime as it was quiet at these times. There has always been a casual flirting and odd sexual innuendo. Today was just like any other day they had met and gone out on the water. When they got back, headed to the locker room. God damn it. Oh, shit, said Sasha. The door's locking up. I got my keys. <laughs> no worries, Seth replied. You can just get in the ladies' locker room through the disabled, the disabled changing from the gents' side. So that's what they did. Seth and Sasha into the ladies' room and started to strip to have a shower. 
he hadn't locked the door to the ladies as Sasha had no other way out and she didn't really want to. Ever since Seth had set eyes on Sasha, he had thought she was beautiful. There wasn't... God damn this. <laughs> there, wa there wasn't amazing about her. Good job with that. There wasn't amazing about her, but she was sexy and sophisticated from her wavy brown hair. What year is this? Which she had in a bun to her small dork rim glasses to her womanly body and silky, silky, slick, slickly, silky walk. I man, these motherfuckers can't write for shit. Seth fantasized about her taking the pin out of her hair and letting the sexy shoulder length locks fall, taking her glasses off and giving him a chinky wink, like what happened in the movies. He was thinking about this while finishing undressing. And the thought made his dick quiver and began to harden. Jesus. He jumped in the showers knowing no one else was around to start stroking his thick six-inch dick. <laughs> six inches? His small dick fuck? <laughs> After a few minutes, he got a bit carried away. He heard a door... Door bang closed. His heart rate increased and he started to panic. Fuck. Sorry. Fuck, I'm gonna get caught wanking up in this communal shower. His voice is gonna change. I'm fucking Matt Hardy with his voice. <laughs> he tried to think of unsexy thoughts, but all he could think about was Sasha in the showers on the other side of the wall. He heard a voice. It was Sasha's. I forgot in my shower jet. Can I borrow yours? Uh, hang on. As he rushed to try to calm himself without effect while reaching into the soapy shower gel. This is so fucking long, Mullet. Fuck you. Ugh. Hurry, hurry up, came Sasha's voice again. It was cold out here without any clothes on. When Seth heard that, he dropped the shower gel. The noise echoed through the small shower room and sounded a lot louder from the corridor. Not sure what not sure what had caused the bang, Sasha. What? Not sure what had caused the bang, Sasha, without thinking, rushed into the steamy shower room and saw Seth standing there with this huge cock in one hand, trying to steady himself with the other. Hi, he said, not sure what else he could say when he stared at that beautiful, sexy body. Sasha couldn't take her eyes off his huge dick and was in such awe that he didn't even cover himself. Fucking Seth. Uh, he replied by saying, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were, um, busy. She gave him a little giggle, <laughs> which settled both of them as she stood there. <laughs> they stood there taking in each other's gorgeous bodies. Well, I can't just borrow shower gel now. Can I? As I had all over the floor, she said cheekily, sorry. But you will have to shower here if you want to use the gel, Seth replied, whilst wishing for more. Okay, then. But on one condition. Come on, on one conditioner. So much funnier. Sure, Seth was dreading that she would ask them to look the other way or even get out. Fucking bitch. Let me wash you, she replied. Seth looked at her in shock. That was the last thing he had expected her to say. She grabbed the remains of the gel bottle and tipped the remains in her hands. 
You're going to need to let go of that, she said to Seth, who was standing there, still struck dumb. He looked down to see he was still holding his half-limp cock. <laughs> he let her hand fall to his side as Sasha began soaping his muscular chest and, and stomach. Just her touching him made him hard again, and the head rubbing against her lower belly. Sasha had noticed his cock and shocked and was shocked first, even though she had never let it show. She had always thought Seth was cute and found him mysterious in his deep, dark eyes and boyish good looks while she stood there washing him. She was on cloud nine. Cloud sixty-nine. Jesus Christ, right this matter, people. She turned him around. She turned him around and washed his back and bum giving him. Give his perk cheeks and squeeze as she washed them. She spun him around and pushed him under the water to get soap off of him. She whispered in his ear, I didn't disturb you, did it? I disturbed you, didn't I? She gave a small childlike nod as she let the hot water clean him and her eyes roamed over her body. She got down on her knees and examined the throbbing meter carefully. Drop of a pre Jesus Christ. A drop of pre-cum sat on the tip, which quickly lapped up before pulling the head in her mouth. Seth jumped as she licked him and even gave a sigh of enjoyment as the head began bobbing backwards and forwards. Oh my god. Seth Sasha was loving this. She loved being in control. She loved going over. She thought to herself while she was enjoying herself, why can't I? So she, so she did. She reached down between her legs and neatly trimmed snatch and started pinching and twisting her clit. She was always <laughs> turned on from washing down Seth and sucking his long, beautiful cock. Soon she came to a small yet powerful climax. <laughs> Go home. Seth followed when he Seth followed when he heard her moaning and started and saw her shaking. She swallowed down all his tasty cum and kept sucking until he was dry. Seth stood there and gave Sasha a long, passionate kiss. No, <laughs> ladies, don't do it. <laughs> I wanted this for so long. Seth whispered to her. So have I, Sasha whispered. I think about you in the shower after every time we go on the water together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. This got Seth going again, and his manner was soon standing in full attention once more and rubbing against her belly again uh, to a trail of pre-cum. He picked her up and she wrapped her legs around his hips and held most of the weight through her arms onto the shelf in the shower. She slowly lowered herself down onto him, arched her back, and she took him in. He may not have been huge in length, thank you, but she, ugh, but he made up with it in girth. <laughs> Can say the same thing about his wrestling, actually. Once he, once he was in Sasha, once he was in, Sasha was 
full stretch and she felt every wave of an orgasm about to hit. She started bouncing up and down on Seth's cock as he played with her perfect C-cup breasts. He tweaked her nipples and leaned forward, put one in his mouth. This was too much for Sasha. And with one more pump, she buried him deep inside her as she came around him and collapsed on top of him. They embraced in a long, deep kiss. After a few moments, Sadria had come down from the second climax. She knew she wanted to give Seth another one to make it fair. Jesus Christ! She pulled herself off of him, took his hand, and led him out of the showers back to the locker room. She lay down on the bench and put her legs either uh, put her legs either side of it. Seth climbed on her and rubbed his cock head up and down her his slit. What? Seth climbed onto her and rubbed his cock head. Cock head. This is literally killing me, dude. <laughs> oh god. Seth climbed onto her and rubbed his cock head up and down his slit. She quivered his slit? Jeez, what, what, what did she quivered and shook with excitement. She kept running his head up and down, up and down, making her squirm underneath him. He was teasing her. She had, she had let him do it. Suddenly she pushed in, suddenly he pushed into her, making her squeal. He kept pumping into her with long, hard, powerful strokes. Seth knew how to make love. And he made every stroke mean something. He knew how to make Sasha feel wanted. And not like it was just another fuck. Seth takes care of his talent in the ring. It's one good thing about him. Seth was getting close and she wanted to feel Seth come inside her. So she reached down and grabbed and tickled his ball sack. With that, he groaned and filled her with his long, sticky juices. That's the last thing the world needs is a Sasha Seth baby, man. Seth loved the feeling of being full so much that it made her climax. She climaxed so hard that she squirted out her juices. She lay there. They laid there in each other's arm for what seemed like an eternity. Seth pulled out of her once he was limp. He picked Sasha up, carried her back, carried her back to the shoulders, to the showers. Where he washed her down and cleaned her, and then quickly washed himself again, and towed her and towed her off before she went back to the ladies' locker room to dress. Once they were both dressed, they kissed and walked back to their cars. <laughs> they walked to their cars, you know. Same time next week, Seth says as he winked at Sasha. Definitely, Seth replied. I'm gonna get you, Chris Mullet. I'm gonna fucking get you. I'm going to destroy your life. I love you. I'm not sorry. Apologies to fucking Sasha Banks. <laughs> ah, thanks, Tope. That felt good. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Potswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you, as always, to check us out on arcadeaudio.net, along with all the other podcasts in our network, and hopefully more shows to come in the future. We're not even joking this time. 
Uh, all those podcasts are available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Play. Leave us a review in five stars. For Podswoggle, you get your podcast automatically every single Friday. Please, 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 on social media, follow us at Podswoggle on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, and, of course, on Twitch this Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern, Swogglemania 3 live. It is a happening. It is an event. It is going to be off the hook. It's going to be so much fun. All the matches you've heard on this show aired for your listening pleasure and your viewing pleasure That uh, in that case. Um, Potswoggle at gmail.com to let us know what you think of the show. And also, it's still live for a couple more weeks. If you want to help us just keep crushing our goal for uh, Podslam, arcadeaudio.net slash Podslam. Add to the over $3,300 at this point. Yeah. Uh, total for Podslam. Just keep telling people, let's, uh, we're only like 1700 away from Purple Drink. Let's shock the world, huh? <laughs> uh, Spencer, any uh, plugs for you? Uh, just, uh, yeah, check out, check out the blog. It's uh, arcadeaudio.net slash robloggin. Uh, and you can read all about the Monday Night Wars between WWF and WCW. Otherwise, you can catch me on my own podcast on the Arcade Audio Network called Dilettante Ball. We just invented our own uh, cult, so you can check us out. (laughs) I'm a few weeks behind, so I I can't wait to hear that. (laughs) Uh, Rich. Look forward to that. It's on the episode uh, uh, that was about uh, Going Clear, the uh, Scientology uh, film. So that's, that's... we just had to make our own. Which off air, I got so much to talk to you about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Mar- Marty and Sarah like totally ruined my podcast listening habits. Now that I've added that to my repertoire, so I'm a little behind on on dilettante, but I started to catch up today. So all right, all right. Um, yeah, listen to uh, if you don't already listen to Picked Up, uh, go and listen to this episode, this week's episode of Picked Up. It's uh, me and Mullet talking about Mad Men, uh, the pilot episode of, um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, we actually recorded that just before this. And uh, if you ever are lucky enough to be Chris Mullet's friend on Facebook, go back and uh, I wasn't able to find Barely Legal, but go back and look at some of early Mullet's early Facebook. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> damn it. I don't have a power left. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I want to be LeBron James. No, I should have known your ass would have. Pulled something out of your ass. Dick drawn on <laughs> face. Look, that's when I was drinking alcohol and I had it was dark time in my life, right? <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> All right, Spencer, do you have any final thoughts? Nope, just the ones I just did. Augie, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, if I win the Podswoggle Championship belt, the first power I'm going to use is to make myself stop talking like this. <laughs> And my second power Good. is to be getting some Hall's uh, cough drops. <laughs> Good call, man. Yeah, what have you done to yourself? <laughs> uh, remember, note to self, Mullet. Ask Augie what he's actually done to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, final thoughts. I just had mine, didn't I? Oh, those, those were plugs. If you have any other oh, final oh, funny oh, things oh, to say. Your, your fucking yeah. Facebook's a mess, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All oh, for... Fritz, for Spencer, for Augie, for my fucked up Facebook, where you can see pictures of me in a giraffe outfit, but it's not sexual at all. I was at work. That didn't help. This is Mullet, signing off for Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast for entertainment. We are slogging off. We're replacing Summer Ray. <laughs> <laughs>
and Ricky Morton or Vince Russo with TJ Perkins. Oh, God. And you know? 70s promoter. And Southern promoter, I know. But we only got to hear TJ Perkins, really. True. You have to wait till next time for Southern Promoter. Or, like, next year at this point. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it, hyping it too much. You gotta build that heat, and then you're gonna bring them in, and they're gonna want to see that payoff. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.